Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. My guest today is Hillary Getty. Hi, Hillary. Hi, Jolie. Welcome. Thank to- you so much for having me. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to my, my husky-voiced lair. <laughs> Mine, too. Uh, you guys, poor Jolie is sick. I have my first cold of the winter. It waited until March to show up. I was like, I wasn't getting arrogant about it, but I was really like, <laughs> damn, I made it through a whole winter without getting sick. Nope. March jacked my shit up just in time. So I am. Um, yeah, I'm going to be a little uh, a little extra husky today. I may also be a little spacier than usual, um, but I'm really excited about this episode because it is still a mob. Yay. Yay. Hillary's how's your Lamob going? It's going great. Good. Um yeah, it's going really great. I I started doing Lamob. I want to tell the listeners if you're listening in the future like if it's not really March for you when you hear this podcast, that doesn't matter. It can still be Lamob for you because I started my Lamob in May. Mm-hmm. And so we're still going. Mm-hmm. So it's going great. Mm-hmm. And actually I was tweeting about that today. Oh, good. Cuz someone perfect. like just started their Lamob like yesterday or today. And I was like, welcome. Welcome yeah, to Lamob. You can start at any time. It doesn't even have to be March. Um, and I was thinking of you. Um, we, uh, as you guys know, are in the weeds of Lamob. Today's episode is going to be spirited and probably on the adult side. Uh, I don't know when the episodes are not spirited and on the adult side, so I don't know why I'm particularly <laughs> flagging it for this episode. Um, but in this episode, we are going to be talking about the stains that we make in and around our beds. Um, I I have some stories. Hillary has I some, certainly have some, some stories, stories, which is why I asked her to, <laughs> to join me today. Um, if you are a patron, you probably already know some of Hillary's story because I told it on um, a, a bonus episode a few weeks ago with Kate Drees. Oh, yes. I, I'm Jolie's mysterious <laughs> friend. Um, uh, <laughs> so I think we'll be getting into that yeah, a little but, bit more. But I'm going to have her tell. Yeah. I'm going to have her tell the full story because she tells it better than I do. <laughs> um, speaking of bonus episodes, before we get into all of this, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, Go to patreon.com slash person to help support my show. Uh, actually, we should say that Patreon and you being a patron is how we know each other. It is, yeah. Um, so I actually, I wanted to open, um, before before we get into, you know, the, like, all of the stains that you're making on your bed. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I wanted to have you talk about that a little bit. I would love and to talk about the first time that we met. Cause, oh my gosh! Because so she did just start out as a as a reader and a listener, and like now we're really friends. Right. So uh, everyone listening, I'm exactly like you. I but I have successfully forced Jolie <laughs> to be my friend. So you can do it too. Um, I think maybe if you're if Jolie likes you, you can do it. <laughs> I wait, you guys. I have to say, not only am I so glad that I I am Hillary's friend because I really like her, but also because she brought me a red Slurpee today to ease my my poor sore throat. Well, we'll we'll talk more about Seven Eleven. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, we, come up. we have. I think definitely in the bonus episode we're going to talk about Seven oh, yeah. Eleven, well, which we talked about last yeah. week in the bonus episode too. Which I know. Like, the, I think the a... bonus episode is just now like Seven Eleven branded content. If we can like work a backwards <laughs> sponsorship on that, it really I think is. that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, okay, so we do know each other because of I stalked you on Patreon, basically. I will say anyone who's listening who is not a patron yet and you're like, I don't want to listen to this podcast in another stupid app. I just want to use whatever app I like. Um, you can do that. So that's why it took me a while to become a patron because I thought I was going to have to like use another app mm-hmm. to listen to the podcast. And I was being like a huge brat about it because also that would be so easy. Who really cares? <laughs> but I was being a weird brat. So you can definitely just get the link from once you sign up and you like give them your credit card information and you pay your two dollars and 69 cents if yes, you want to be really nice. And 69 cents. nice um you can just get the link and then it'll show up in your regular podcast feed yep. so you i have do that, that enabled for people yes, to use the, great. the rss link yeah so it makes it easier not everyone does that on patreon which i don't understand why i they don't should. know but um so I had been listening to the podcast, which I found via the Jolie Care Google trick. I don't think I've told you this no, part before. No, I don't think I knew that. So I had started, um, I, was go, I was about to go on vacation with my now our friend Maeve. Okay. And um, hi, Maeve. Hi, Maeve. Uh, <laughs> we were about to go to Puerto Rico, and I had been uh, kind of gathering my stuff for a couple weeks of like what cool, like, because it was winter. So like what cool summery stuff do I have that I'm going to bring to Puerto Rico? And I found this beautiful white bathing suit. But, of course, it was yellow. Uh-huh. So I just Googled, and I used to read Ask a Clean Person on Jezebel. I was going to say, so you probably... to me, yeah. I was like, oh, I should look this up somehow. And suddenly, I was like, Ask a Clean Person, white bathing suit, yellow. Yeah. And, of course, an article came up immediately right. that told me to soak it in OxyClean, yes, which I obviously did. And it actually <laughs> looked pretty good. Good. Um, it worked well. And then while I was doing that research, I somehow, like, stumbled on the podcast. So I was, like, then in an Ask a Clean Person, like, hole yeah which happens which happens Um, because you're like oh i want to read about weird stains obviously so uh then i found the podcast and i love podcasts so much so i started listening and then i made mave listen to the podcast and then she (laughs) became a patron and then i was like being weird about it and then i became a patron and then we had uh mave was having a party at her apartment and this guy somebody's like random boyfriend um broke a champagne glass and um we both just looked at each other and screamed, bread, and like threw down. <laughs> the only thing we had was like some hamburger buns. So we threw down these hamburger buns like onto the uh, champagne and glass mixture on the floor. And I posted a picture of Maeve doing this on Twitter. And in the morning, like we woke up to you had like retweeted, like, this is why I love you guys so much. And so then Maeve and I were like, we have to like, we need to buy her a drink. Like she saved our, our feet from this horrible <laughs> glass. <laughs> So finally, we like got around to it a few months later. I think I also sent you like a crazed email from like about my building's board. They sent us like a letter. Yes, you did. Yes, you okay. did. There so was, my like, buildings the that were posted. Yeah. Yes. So my building um, sent this crazy letter about how someone had like thrown paint off their balcony onto the street and like they were like, don't 
throw paint on the street, basically. Right. Uh, and they did not care at all that it would have hit someone. They were like, it like took us a long time to clean this off the sidewalk. And I was just like, I really feel that you'd appreciate this. Like, <laughs> I had also just become a patron. So I emailed you to be like, I'm a patron now. Also look at this crazy letter. And we need to actually get a drink because yeah. like Maeve and I had tweeted you before. Yeah. So finally we went out for a drink and I think you had thought we were going to like ask you a bunch of questions and we were just like, we just want to hang out with this lady. <laughs> yeah. you did. Well, the thing is, it's not even, it's not so much that I thought like that people were, were like, let's go out with Jolie and, and like ask her all our personal questions that we have about cleaning and she'll solve our lives. It's just that like, that is what happens. What happens. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind it at well, all. Yeah. Um, because also you know all the answers to everything. You must feel yeah. so smart. And I and I and I love and I love the job and I love helping people. So it's like yeah. totally my pleasure to do that. But also like, it always makes me feel at the end of the night like, well, gosh, like that. Am I the boringest person in the world? Because the only <laughs> thing anyone ever wants to talk to me about is cleaning. Like I I contain multitudes. Yeah, um, well, I think we didn't. And, talk but yeah, about you guys didn't, you didn't ask until, me a single question. You know, drink seven. <laughs> yeah, you didn't ask me like a single question about cleaning. It was such a it was such That's a so relief. Fun. It was such a breath of fresh air. We had so much fun. Yeah. We got pretty drunk. Yep. Yeah, which is great. I left you guys. You stayed out. We stayed. You stayed out. Yep. Party girls. We, we ate a you're lot my, of uh, you're my chili people. fries. Also, you are my people for good. sure. Um, so yeah, so that you guys, so that's that's how we met, and then like we've just now all, we're just friends. We yeah, um, and we have a great funny group text that uh, we're gonna talk about in the second segment when I make Hillary tell the story. Great. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll pull it up uh, during the break. Um, actually, no, I'm wrong. Oh. Um, I'm I'm fluish and feverish and wrong. Um, I'm gonna make you tell the story in the first segment because okay. the first segment we are gonna be answering a question from Susanna that I am going to have you read. Okay, uh, Susanna writes, Hello, Miss Care. My question is, how do I get blood stains out of my mattress? Period seepage, you know, sometimes I'm caught by surprise in the middle of the night. Hell, what's the best way to keep a mattress clean in general? I'm kind of paranoid about dust mites, sweat stains, dead skin, and everything else along with it. I should probably just get a mattress topper. Anyway, advice appreciated. All right, I've got help. And actually, I have to say, um, this, I mean, you know, obviously, the, the there's no spoiler alert needed because you can guess what... Hillary's story is going to have to do since I already said I'm going to have to tell her, have her tell it. Um, but this was actually something that just happened to me. My period arrived uh, three days early. Oh, three days early. I was like, where are you coming from, pal? Um, I think you're syncing up. It, well, yes. Uh, that was also part of it. Um, and it happened like while I was like in the throes of sex. Um, and so I was totally not one anticipating it and two there was just it was it was it was drippy and leaky uh sorry for that for that visual but that is what happened um and so as a result i had to get um like a fairly large puddle (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it was soupy you know like I told you guys I told you guys this was gonna be like a pretty even for me raunchy episode um out of my mattress pad oh yeah so um so I literally just went through all of this um so what I'm gonna do with this with this question is I'm gonna start out with blood stains I'm gonna give you guys kind of like the general spiel on blood stains um then I'm gonna talk about specifically what to do about when you get a blood stain on the, the mattress, the mattress pad, the duvet, like the big bulky things that maybe like you can't just chuck in the washer right away. Yeah. Um 
And then we'll talk a little bit about um, about mattress care. <coughs> if I don't die of consumption first. <laughs> um, seriously, you guys, this is like the this, this cough is so nasty. I'm like a croupy five year old. It sounds painful. It's not as it was painful yesterday. It's not as painful today because I've been dosing up on Tylenol and my magical healing broth. So like I actually oh, do yeah. feel a lot more human. Um, and thank God this is not the death flu. This is just a, this is just like a head and chest cold. It's a low key flu. Yeah. So like I'm not actually dying of flu, which is great. That's good. Okay, let's talk about the bloodstain stuff. I think I mentioned this last week on the bonus episode when I was talking about presenting at the class at Barnard, but I want to tell the story so everyone can hear it. Um, for the like the second half of the um, the class that I presented to, we did basically we let the girls um, ask questions, anything. It didn't have to be related to what the what the class was about. Um, and they asked great questions, and they were so engaged, and they were really, really, really funny. Um, but at one point I had gone through kind of, someone had asked about dog urine and I was giving my spiel about protein stains. And I was like, you know, the usual protein stains are like sweat, <laughs> blood, we'll get to blood, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I'm kind of like rattling off my things. And then I, I went around the room and answered a few more questions and I hadn't gotten to blood yet. Um, and a girl raised her hand and I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, okay. Can we talk about the blood now? You know what? I think the Barnard <laughs> students are just like... Full of blood. They, I mean, it was, they are, they are in so many ways and, yeah. and they're the best, but it was just so funny. Like the way that she said it was just so like, I was like, back to the blood lady. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're going to go kill a man later, aren't you? I'll help you hide I mean, the body. Like, yeah, it was fine. great. No, no, it was great. I, I, I totally loved it. Um, so I'm, I'm telling them about, about the blood stain stuff. And when I got to one of my favorite, um, weirdo things, which is the use of meat tenderizer for blood stains, <laughs> one of the, one of the other girls in the class who had been like very, very engaged and like had been like laughing along and blah, 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 like all of a sudden just like looks up and she goes, how do you know all this stuff? <laughs> and I was like, I go to some really weird places on the Internet. Yeah. Like um, the dark web is real. Yeah. Um, OK, so I'm going to I'm going to talk about some of the um, the kind of common ways that you want to handle blood stains. Some some common. There are like 10,000 different ways to handle blood stains. I'm going to go through just a few of them. Yeah. Should I start um, with how you should not handle them, which is what this guy did when I bled upon his bed? Let me let me tell all these okay. and then you and then you tell this one. Um, right. OK, so the first is to go for your enzymes. Right. So blood, blood is a protein stain. Right. It comes out of you. It's our old Jolie Care rule. If it comes out of you, it's a protein stain. Um, so you can, you can head over for any one of your enzymes, your zouts, your crud cutters. You guys know that I'm obsessed with crud cutter right now. Um, another old standard that is super, super popular for blood stains is hydrogen peroxide. The note about hydrogen peroxide is that it can have a bleaching effect. So you always want to make sure that you're testing it out on an, in, on an inconspicuous spot in whatever it is that you're trying to remove stain from, um, especially if it's a dark or bright colored something or other. Um, just to be sure that it doesn't have that bleaching effect. Uh, then, of course, there is the meat tenderizer. Which we all uh, have on here. Which, of course, we all have on here. The, the thing to note about the meat tenderizer is that you have to use the unseasoned kind. The seasoned kind is like bright orange, and then you'll have a whole other set of stain issues that you have to deal with. The, the unseasoned stuff is white. What you will do is you will mix it with a little bit of water to form a paste, and you will use it. Um, I am going to talk about when you want to use one one solution over another solution. Um, speaking of solution, saline solution or salts, also very good on blood. Uh, another weird one, saliva. Your own saliva works on it. The reason that it works on it is that your saliva, just like crud cutter, just like zout contains enzymes, it will break down blood. Um, and the last one is just soap and cold running water. Just good old soap, 
liquid laundry detergent, dish soap, hand soap, soap, and cold running water. Um, the choice of which one you use um, is really going to be based on kind of three factors. The first factor is how much blood there is. So if you are, if you're in a situation like the one that I was in recently where there's a, a, a puddle, a flood, <laughs> uh, saliva isn't going to be that realistic. <laughs> Unless you just have a lot on hand and, then, and you're like starting your own um, Etsy store of like <laughs> blood cleaner. Or unless you're just incredibly well hydrated. <laughs> um, the next factor is going to be what the blood is on. So if it's on um, something very, very delicate, you might not want to be using salts, Ooh. which is an abrasive. Um, the third factor is how old the stain is. Um, so for an older, more sudden stain, it's probably going to be better to use something like the meat tenderizer paste that you can mix and leave sitting on the stain to penetrate for a good long while. Um, so that that's sort of the... Those are the things you want to think about when choosing the right solution. Um, I think this is probably a good time to have you tell the story now. Sure. Here's what you don't want to do. Yeah. Here's what you don't want to do is just pour a full cup of water onto your bed. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll work backwards from the end of the story. But um, so I texted uh, Jolie and Maven, our group text, about I had just been on a date and it was like, so incredibly boring. Like, I can't even... This was the dullest person I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm certain he's not listening because I don't think he's, like, cool enough to know what a podcast is. But... Um, and I was... Ju- we were on this date for way too long. And I was like, now I've invested so much time in this. Like, there must be something interesting here. Like, what is going on? And then I also was, like, pretty drunk by this point. Oh, yeah. um, I didn't include in this summary of my date, by the way, that I had spilled a full glass of red wine into my purse. <laughs> Wait, how did the day? Wait, wait, weirdly, (laughs) nothing happened. Like everything in my purse was completely fine. So I don't know. It was very strange. But anyway, so um, so I go back to this guy's apartment, and I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. Um, (laughs) guys, I know this was a regrettable choice. I've moved on, so I don't really want to hear about it. But um, (laughs) so I'm walking home. I'm like, okay. So I like, we're having sex. I realize I start my period. I'm like, well, uh, too bad. Oh well. Yeah, I'm never going to see this one again. I will say I have, um, this is going to be a lot of information about my period for everybody, but um, I do have a pretty like heavy flow, but the okay. first like hour is very calm. It's like comes in really slow and then it's like, whoosh. okay. So we were still in like a good window. So there okay. was really actually minimal blood involved okay. in this, yeah. which was kind of the craziest part about it because I'm like, what are you doing with this water? So um, he like sees like a spot of blood and I'm like, Oh, okay. Do you have any peroxide? Do you have like um, club soda? You know, do you have a rag and some soap? Like, I'll just dab this out. It'll be, it literally the stain was so small, guys. It would take two minutes. Right. And women, all we know, uh, literally, uh, yes, every, we've been, you know, yeah. getting a blood stain out of your underwear since you're twelve. Right. Like, we all know how to do this. Exactly. So, well, and the thing is, that's how it came up with Kate Drees because yeah, we were oh, yeah. talking about blood stains and and like you know she was saying that like a guy she dated like. She'd, you know, gotten a little blood yeah. on the sheets and he was like, oh, I guess we have to throw these away. And she was like, <laughs> throw it away. Like, right. No, those are good sheets. If, like, if I threw away everything I've gotten blood on since I was 12, like, I would own nothing. I would like, own nothing and I would have no money at all because I would be replacing everything I own. So, um, so, okay, so I'm telling him what to do. I'm like, do you have any of these supplies? I will do this. 
even though I'm like dying to leave this place. Right. Um, so he's just like, no, uh, it'll be okay. He takes a full glass of water. I'm talking like a pint glass. Oh my God. Full to the brim with water and just pours it on his bed. Well, like, <laughs> and I was just like, um, okay, I have to go. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna, no. and like, I could see it already starting to kind of spread, right? Because you're yeah. flooding it. Like, yeah. he, it was not a soup and he made it he a made soup. He made it a soup. So I was like, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, he did text me in the morning about, like, just, here's what he texted me. Zabar's? Question mark? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't answer. And okay. there's, we have not communicated since, okay. which I'm very pleased with. But, okay. um, yeah, guys, don't pour, for any reason, you should never pour an entire glass of water on your bed. No, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. No. That's for drinking. Yeah. Or spraying. Yeah. Only. Yeah. Don't no do that. No pouring. That yeah. Bed. Don't do that. Here's what you should do. Yeah. You should do what I did. Which is, I got the hydrogen peroxide, and I got my laundry brush. Now, you guys have heard me talk about my laundry brush a lot lately. I have to I have to say, for those of you who have not heard this yet, my laundry brush is actually just a nail brush from the Dwayne Reed. It's not like, <laughs> I didn't go and buy a dedicated laundry brush, because the nail brush works just fine. A toothbrush would also work. Nail brush just covers more surface area. Seems like it would have like a good like since you would grip it in your hand anyway. Yeah, it's got a good good handle. Yeah, Yeah, it's got a good handle. So I really like that. So so what I did for the um the mattress pad was I got the hydrogen peroxide. I actually poured the hydrogen peroxide into a glass. Um the next I'm almost out of my bottle of hydrogen peroxide and I'm so excited because the next bottle I'm gonna get is gonna be straight spray spray bottle of hydrogen peroxide because i have the spray bottle of rubbing alcohol Mm -hmm. and it's been a total game changer in terms of like the stain removal stuff so yeah yeah nice little mist yeah it's just gonna work really well um so what i did for this was um i just poured some into a glass of bowl would have been like a small bowl would have been fine too and i dipped the nail brush in it um i'd wet the nail brush so it wasn't super like rough so it got a little the bristles Mm -hmm. got a little softened first um and then i dipped it in the hydrogen peroxide and i just scrubbed at the stains and I kept doing that and kept doing that and kept doing that and they started lightening and I I got a damp rag and like went over the area a little bit um and then I just kept repeating it and kept repeating it and kept repeating it and this the stain was like lightened to the point where I was like okay this looks pretty good um there also had been enough hydrogen peroxide applied to it at that point that I was like I can't tell how much of this is discoloration from the liquid versus the remaining stain. Yes, that I find very challenging. Right. So at that point, that's the point at which you stop. And it may take another application. That's okay. Sometimes stain removal just takes two passes. You know, a first pass, let it let it sit and dry and penetrate. The stain also is probably going to lighten as the hydrogen peroxide dries. Right. Um, and then you can go back once it's dry and take a look at it and just do another pass if you need to. Um, which was what I did, and then it's fine. Um, I was not in the mood to launder my whole mattress pad, actually, because I also think I'm just going to replace it. Um, well, because it's a huge chore for me because I have to drag it all to the laundromat. Right. And it's heavy. Um, but the next the next step would have been to drag it to the laundromat and launder it um, and or just replace it, which eventually I'm going to do anyway because it's it's come to its light. It's not because it's stained. I'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm not throwing it away and getting a new one. Cause After it's you've stained. already spent time cleaning yeah, it. Well. Yeah, I've cleaned it and then I'm going to put it in the trash. Um, <laughs> that seems on brand for you. <laughs> yeah, actually, it probably is on brand for me. Um, but no, just because like it's the, you know, the loft is kind of like going out of it and I want a, a fluffier one. 
Um, so that same thing is what you would do for the mattress itself if the mattress has gotten stained. Um, that also will work on the on a duvet. So if like your your big comforter um, has gotten stained with blood, you can you can do that and save yourself, you know, the the trip to the laundry mat or to the, to the laundry room or wherever you're doing your washing. Um, that also will work on you know your sheets, duvet covers, pillowcases, like wherever. Your couch, where I don't wherever you guys are getting your blood, no judgment. Your pants, yes, your pants. Um, the one thing to note if you're using the laundry brush is just to be careful with more delicate fabrics so that it doesn't abrade the fabric. Your lingerie, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, so that's basically like that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna do for the blood stains on the mattress. Um, I will say, and I kind of already mentioned this, but the meat tenderizer paste is also really great, especially for very old blood stains on mattresses. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just kind of mix that up until it's sort of, you know, like oatmeal consistency basically is kind of mm-hmm. what you're going for. I know it's gross <laughs> um, in turn when I say paste. And then you just yeah. sort of blob it on and let it sit for an hour or two, wipe it away, and then you might have to like give it a little bit of a scrub, but it should it should have lightened the same. Um. So we also wanted to talk a little bit about general mattress care stuff. Um, as I know, you know, you know, dust mites are a thing. And the thing is about dust mites is that, you guys, unless you actually have an active dust mite allergy, you don't have to worry about dust mites quite as much as you think they sound gross. But frankly, we all have them. And right. we're all fine. Um, <laughs> unless you're not fine. Unless you're not fine. Unless you have a dust mite allergy, which you probably do not. Right. Um, also, know. I should say a dust... A dust allergy is different from dust mite allergy. Yeah. Dust mite allergies are not all that common. Um, you probably do not have one. But with that said, it's not a bad idea to once or twice a year uh, vacuum your mattress. That is how you get rid of dust mites. You vacuum. You just turn your vacuum right on the mattress. Obviously with the sheets off of it. Right. That yeah. seems like it would get stuck. Yeah. Um, so like once or twice a year... Um, you know, the, the last episode that I did, I talked all about, um, duvets and duvet covers and all that kind of stuff. And I mentioned at the end of the episode that, that once or twice a year, it's a good, it's a good idea to, to wash your duvet insert, your mattress pads, all of that, your pillows, um, while you're washing all of that stuff once or twice a year, that's also the time when go ahead and pull the vacuum out, vacuum the mattress, rotate it either by, by turning it head to foot, foot to head or by flipping it. Or, or all of it. <laughs> Just turn it all Just the way around. all the way around. Do the hokey pokey. Um... <laughs> That's something that you can do, again, you know, just, just once or twice a year. One other thing to mention, don't, you don't need to run out and get one, but if you have an upholstery cleaning machine, like a rug doctor, like a spot bot, like a little green machine, any one of those, um, that you can use to clean your mattress. And if you do that, you're going to have wash water send me. Ooh. I don't think I've ever seen mattress water. I don't think anyone has sent me mattress water yet. Guys, at the end of La Mob, Jolie needs to see at least five submissions of mattress water. That's right. Thank you, Hillary. Um, Thank you for looking out for me. So I will be monitoring that yeah. uh, Twitter feed for that. I we was got... really happy to hear when you said, when I was listening to last week's episode, when you said that, um, like, oh, just wash all this stuff at the end of La Mob, because I was already thinking when I was making my bed the other day, like, you know what I'm going to do at the end of La Mob, besides buy myself Countess Luann sheets. Oh, that's right. Yes. Which, wow, I can't wait to do that. Um, so I'm going to for sure buy Countess Luann sheets. But also, I was like, I'm going to wash the mattress cover, the pillows, all this stuff. Beca- mm-hmm. And I also have a, du- uh, I guess it's not a duvet. It's just a bedspread or a comforter because it okay. already has the pattern like on it. Yeah, so it's a comforter. That my um, my aunt had given me, she was moving and she was like, 
sent me a picture and everyone's like, do you like this? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, great. I'm mailing it to your house. So it's great, but I um, it is not psychologically clean to me because oh. I put it on my bed once and I had an allergic reaction, but it actually wasn't to that. It was just like I just had an allergic reaction uh-huh. in my sleep, um, which is very terrifying and I don't recommend it to Ooh. anyone. What happened? Um, basically, I was like... Uh, started just feeling like really hot and itchy in my ears and they Ooh. were bright red like Dumbo size oh my god and I was like breaking out in hives <gasps> and it was weird but it's happened to me several times and it's terrifying um but it wasn't actually this um comforter because it's happened without that comforter it's happened okay. like not in my own bed it's happened in various places do you need to go to my ENT maybe I have the most amazing <laughs> ENT in the whole wide world I'm um, obsessed with her I might okay I'll I send might her need to you. get that yeah yeah um so but I still am like, every time I look at this comfort, I want to put it on my bed because I think it's really cute. But I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, you have to do um, deep clean. So I need, to, okay. I need to clean it. So I did get some um, dryer balls so it stays nice and fluffy. Excellent. Um, so I'm going to – that's part of my end of the month project Excellent. of cleaning all my beds. Good. Stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and I also wanted to say, if you guys are liked our creepy stories about um, period sheets – <laughs> the the um, Valentine's Day episode of This American Life this year. It's called Rom-Com. Mm-hmm. And there's a really good story in there of this woman bleeding all over some sheets. And it's like really cringy and great. Oh, so good. check that out if you want more okay. period sheet stories. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love period sheet stories? Yeah. Um, speaking of period sheet stories, we should say this was completely unintentional, but I'm going to take total credit for it. Great. We are recording this episode on the Ides of March. And I can't think of a better topic than bloody sheets. Love it. For the Ides of March. Um, I also want to point out, since a couple of people have asked me, if you do decide to uh, live the top sheet free life and you're wondering what to do with all of those old top sheets that you're not going to use on your bed anymore, you can make them into togas. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a controversial opinion for this podcast, which is I love my top sheet. That's okay. You're allowed to love your top sheet. <laughs> I was thinking about this when I was listening to um, you and Tim talk about it because <laughs> I was I like hearing him be like, oh yeah, it's it's like great. I was like, oh no, I like my I like my little lettuce in my burrito. Yeah, um, <laughs> because I also do burrito, but I don't move at all in my sleep. Okay, so I become a burrito, and then I'm literally then you're lifeless for eight hours. Okay, and then I just wake up, and my bed is still basically made, made. and I'm yeah. just have made a tiny little burrito hole in it. One of my um, one of my followers tweeted at me a couple of days ago. She's in an Airbnb in Florida, and there's no top sheet on the bed and she's losing her mind. She's like, I need my top sheet. On the bed. And I was like, "That's it's okay. It's okay. I didn't like, I, you can have the top sheet. I'm not taking them yeah. away from anyone. You have, have mine. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah. <laughs> Listen though, I do think if you, if you get some Countess Luann sheets, you could have like a lot of fun with her top sheet. You make a little outfit to wear to her cabaret show. There's oh, that's a actually a great idea. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll do that. Um, all right. This is a good time for us to take a quick break. I'm going to go cough off mic for a second. <laughs> uh, Hillary and I will be right back with more about your stains. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, and I'm joined by Hillary Getty. Hey, Hill. Hey, Jolie. We've been talking about stains. Sure have. Um, all right, we have another, I mean, it wouldn't be Ask a Clean Person, the podcast about stains and beds if we didn't have this question <laughs> from Sophie. All right, Sophie writes, my partner has silk sheets and TMI alert, the way I orgasm at times has caused stains. I will say, first of all, Sophie, I don't know if you've listened to this <laughs> podcast before because um, there is not really TMI here. No. Um, and I think that, in fact, I would say maybe there's not enough information. Yes. Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you how this question came about. And then the reason I picked this one specifically, um, Sophie is actually the host of another podcast um, called Serpent Podcast that um, that she does with Annabelle Gatt. Broadly's okay. astrologer who has been on the show. Yes. And I am going to be on their show. I was actually supposed to be on their show um, last week when we had that huge, huge, huge storm. And so we postponed my appearance on their show. Um, but in the course of planning the episode, I asked, I, I gave them a list of suggested topics that I could talk about. Um, and they kind of all came back and they were like, oh, I want to do that one. I want to do that one. Um, and and Sophie um, was like, OK, I definitely want to talk about um the satin sheet thing because yeah blah blah so that so that's why the there's not that much of a break because this was like in a back and forth um but the reason i picked this one um out of my 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 legion of cum stain questions that i have <laughs> um is because i actually want to talk about um satin sheet care yeah, in addition to that. talking about the the, the cum stains and and <laughs> right yes two just, great things to yes. talk about um because i think it's great that she's having hot leaky sex on satin sheets. like i said i want more information yeah. um okay so longtime listeners you already know what what is about to come but i'll bump <laughs> sorry uh, i had to make that joke once in this episode you know yeah. you have been saying penetrate a lot have i good. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's good yeah mm. um okay so your sexual fluids whether it's female ejaculate whether it's Semen um, is a protein stain. Protein, baby. Yeah. Comes out of you. Protein. It's a protein stain. So uh, you are going to use your enzymes. You're going to use your your zouts, your crud cutters. Um, Crud cutter, especially evocative when we're talking about cum stains. I just love the spelling of crud cutter Mm -hmm. because I find it it incomprehensible. Like, I don't know if they were going for like a Kardashian branding situation of like the K's, but I just it also love just it. seems like a dicey choice to like use K's when you don't need to use K's. Yeah, it does like weirdly um, walk a KKK line, yeah, which is uncomfortable. Which is uncomfortable, but like on the other hand, maybe maybe they're identifying that as crud and they're gonna cut it out. I oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. They That's should. what I'm choosing to believe yeah, in order I'll to choose, be a, a customer of crud I'll cutter. Cho- I'll choose to believe that, too, because I really am very enamored of the crud cutter. Um, the crud cutter formula you guys want specifically for um, protein stains is the sports stain remover. Um, that's the one that's all enzyme because it's designed for blood and grass and sweat. And those are all protein stains. Grass is a protein stain. Ooh, yeah, All your grass. sporty proteins. Yeah, your sporty proteins out there. Um Red clay, not protein. Oh. Crud cutter has a separate formula for that. I'm, All our baseball um, babes out there. Well, I mean, you heard me last week being like, if you are a baseball player <laughs> in Georgia, I'd like to. I still have not heard from huh. any baseball players in Georgia. That's weird. I'm I angry at all of you. 
I think a couple of the people I went to high school with might be baseball players okay, in let's find at this some. point. Um, let's find we'll some. We'll see what we can do. I'd like to have them on the show. Okay. Um, okay. So you're going to use your enzymes. Here is another thing you guys got to know about protein states. If you are a person who eats eggs, uh, I am not. So I don't, I'm not either. I don't know this from firsthand experience, but like I'm, I'm generally familiar with this phenomenon. If you're a person who eats eggs, you probably are aware of the fact that if you eat eggs and then you leave egg residue sitting in a pan or on a plate for a long time, it becomes like cement Ew. and it's very hard to get off. Uh, the same, that's because eggs are entirely made up of protein. Yep. Uh, that is basically the same as your sexual fluid stains. The longer they sit. <laughs> I guess that makes sense since like, you know, eggs are. Yeah. I mean, it's all. A reproductive yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. I get it. Uh, the longer it sits, and I am going to apologize for this word choice, but it is the word to use for it, the crustier things are going to become. <laughs> and the more glue-like. And the, and the, and the, the, all the more difficult to, to get off. So that doesn't mean that you have to leap out of bed immediately to do stain triage. But you could. <laughs> right. That, post -coital, that might be romantic. Post-coital stain triage. Post I think we've all been there. Postcoital stain triage has certainly happened in my household. Well, because it's obviously. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's you, you don't have to entirely root out, but you don't have to jump up and do it. I mean, listen, I your 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 sex life trumps cleaning. Well, and who knows it if does. there's going to be around two? You don't want to triage and then have to do it again. That's also true. That is also very true. Um, but with that said, like maybe don't leave things for days. Yeah. Because after you've left something for D's, then you're going to have to apply your crud cutter to the crud. <laughs> and you're probably also going to have to, like, get the laundry brush out and start scrubbing because that stuff will just, you know, it, cement. Like, So would yeah. you say that days, like, how long before you need to for sure use the laundry brush? Um, I think the laundry brush is going to be like a, I'm not doing that for a lot of people. Yeah. Um. I mean... I think if you've let it go a couple of days and you've got, I mean, again, apologies for what I'm going to say here, but like, I got to level with you guys. If you've yeah. got like a crusty situation. First of all, that's, can't be comfortable. Yeah. Um, so maybe like 24 hours before yeah, you, if you can try, sure If you can try to get, if you can try to get to it within, yeah, exactly. If you can okay. try to get to it within 12 or 24 hours, great. Okay. Um, that sounds so, reasonable. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. So that is, that's your basic protein stain stuff, right? I mean- if you've ever listened to the show, you already know that because I talk about it basically every episode. Love it. What I do not normally talk about is I do not normally talk about your silk and satin sheets. I'm actually so excited for this question because I do have a set of like satiny. Hmm. I think they're like a some crazy bamboo eucalyptus material situation, but they're very like satiny feeling. Okay. Um, and so they're they're they go through the rotation, but they're normally my summer sheets because they have like a cooling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the bamboo sheets are very good yeah. for um for sweat wicking. Yeah, people really like them for that. So the thing about silk and satin sheets is that they're generally recommended, um, especially the pillowcases, for people who have skin problems, and also for um, women who want and men, I guess, um, who want to protect their hair. Mm -hmm. They're much the it's it's a much much gentle gentler material. Um, that is, you know, especially dermatologists recommend, um, satin pillowcases for people who have, you know, a lot of skin issues and mm -hmm. acne. It's good for helping just to control bacteria. Um, and for your hair, it just won't like, it's not as rough on your hair. Yeah, as it doesn't cotton. like frizz it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, with that said, most of the um, the sheets that you are going to have are going to be um, not actually made of silk. I want to I want to explain the difference between silk and satin. Right. If you have sheets that are actually made of silk, like please let me know. Yeah, because I want to investigate to date you. Those. Yeah, <laughs> I want to investigate those crazy um, sheets. And also, like, what's going on in your bank account? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, silk is a natural fiber that's made from silkworms. Uh, satin or silk satin um, is a man-made material that's made of polyester. And it, they're, they both work equally well for the purposes of, you know, the, the benefits to your skin and your hair. Um, so you don't need to go out and buy the much, much, much more expensive natural silk ones. Um, but probably what most of you are going to have is the silk satin, the man-made polyester, which is great news. That is what you want. Um, <laughs> because polyester is one of the easiest materials to launder. It's totally machine washable. You can put it in the dryer. Yep. It's not fussy at all. It's basically the least temperamental of all of the fabric types. So that is very good. And that also means that you can safely use any of your enzymes. So if you have leaked all over, <laughs> whether it's blood or sexual fluids or any other protein stain out there, yeah. Um, you can use your zouts, you can use your crud cutters, you can, you can even use the nature's miracle you used to clean up after your dog and your cat. That's I don't know what you're doing in this bed. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, I don't know. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's really all, um, all you need to know. The, um, everything is totally machine washable. The pillowcases are also totally hand washable. Um, which I Jolie likes that better for the wash water. Mm -hmm, I do, which I mentioned specifically because a few weeks ago I got not one but two examples of uh, satin pillowcase wash water on Wash Ooh. for Wash Water Wednesday. Um, and but oh no, I take it back. Actually, there was one that was a pillowcase and one that was just like someone's little like bl blankie that they have on their bed. <laughs> but both of them said the same thing, which is like, oh my god, I looked at the wash water that came out of this and was like holy shit, I can't believe I let this touch my face. Ooh, yeah. Well, um, and especially if you have skin issues and if that's the reason you're using these pillowcases, like you for sure need to be washing your pillowcases like almost all the time. Yeah, like, exactly. As often as you literally can because yeah. like pillowcases are nasty. Right, exactly. And so I, I wanted to mention that to say exactly what Hillary just said, which is basically like if you don't wash your sheets super, super regularly – do think about maybe rotating your pillowcases. Pillowcases are easy yeah. to wash. They take no time. And you can even just hand wash them if you don't feel like doing laundry laundry and, like, you just want to throw right. them in the bathroom sink and, like, just give them a quick hand wash. That's even faster. Yeah. Go for it. Um, but, yeah, don't don't sleep on – don't sleep on your pillowcases. No. Don't, <laughs> don't sleep on keeping your pillowcases clean because they are rubbing up against your face. Um, okay. We have one last question. I love this question, actually. Um from AC. Okay, AC. I'm th this makes me think of like AC Slater. From that's exactly what I mean. That's exactly it. who I'm picturing. Me too. Perfect. <laughs> Although, I don't know. The vocabulary in this question is beyond AC Slater's capabilities. Probably, I think. Yeah. But, all right. AC asks, Hi, I thoroughly enjoy your show. As an aspiring meat Nick well into his 30s, I'm constantly surprised to learn how much I misunderstood about cleaning. Aren't we all? <laughs> However, my question is somewhat contrary. I'm wondering if there's any consensus on what color or pattern or color and pattern of bed linens do the best job of hiding stains that cannot be successfully removed. Sweat, sebum, semen, blood, <laughs> the whole panoply of insults that happen when a bed is well used. I'm a very busy professional in an urban area 
without my own laundry facilities, and typically by the time I have the opportunity to address a stain, nothing works completely anyway. For the longest time, I thought the answer was white, since bleach would presumably return anything to white, except it doesn't. I'm just curious because I'm not able to run out and buy entirely new linens after each use. <laughs> what if sheets were one-time use only? That I know, right? Crazy. Any tips on low-maintenance colors? Sure, I do. Yeah, I like that, like paper towels. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. By the way, back to the period stains really quickly. Um, I promise it's relevant. But um, I studied abroad in Paris, and while I was there, I took a film class. And in one of the film classes, there was like a serious like menstrual blood period sex scene. And this one guy in our class was like, yo, man, what's the problem? Put down some paper towels. You'll be all right. And I was like, we're putting down paper towels. Okay. Um, so that's an option, guys. <laughs> then you can throw away your linens. I mean, when they're paper. <laughs> it's it's just special, yeah. you know. It's great how how little. I, the thing is, like, how do how are men not knowing this stuff? The, the, because I, we don't teach them. Like, I can I can understand a gay man not knowing this. Yeah, but for like sure. straight men are. Banging women who get their periods. Like, you would think how, so. I don't. I, but, uh, <laughs> well, I, truthfully, I think a lot of it is that. Um, and if you listen to that, this American Life story I was talking about before, there are a lot of women who I think are are afraid of their own period, and so like don't oh. want to like invoke period sex because they personally feel uncomfortable okay. with it. Yeah. And so I think a lot of men don't necessarily get exposed to it, and then there are other guys who like obviously have done this a thousand times and are totally fine with it. Right. But you, you never know what you're going to do. No, that's And true. I think also if a, if a man has was, like, raised by a single mom or has sisters, is going to be a lot more likely to, like, understand right. women's bodies yeah. like and their blood right. a little bit better um, than someone who's just like, hey, bro, what's a period? Right. Yeah. No, I guess it's fair. I guess it's fair. We don't anyway. know what kind of blood AC has in his bed. He sounds like he's doing a lot. He does sound like he's doing he's a lot. He's doing the most. He, he does sound like he's doing a lot. Um, all right. So... I've got I've got some help. Um, first, I want to say uh, you're right that bleach is not really the best thing for your white sheets because bleach, chlorine bleach, that is. Chlorine bleach does not play nicely with protein stains. It doesn't play nicely with sweat. It doesn't play nicely with cum. Um, it just doesn't play very nicely with protein stains at all. It actually has a chemical reaction to protein stains that renders a protein stain more yellow-looking than it originally came out. It's so sad. Um, yeah, it is very sad. Pity the poor chlorine bleach. Yeah. Um, heart you bleachy. Uh, <laughs> we, always, we always have to say that. Uh, what does what does work actually um, in terms of both both stains and just reversing dinge in white sheets is um, either your oxygen bleach, your you know good old OxyClean that we love so much, or any of the the similar products, um, or my favorite uh, old timey product, bluing. Good old bluing. I love when you talk about bluing Yay. because I think it's so like in line with all the other cute things you say, like varnish. <laughs> but I, I didn't make it. bluing up. I know, but, but it does I, sound. But Joel-ish. it feels very Jolish. Yeah, it and does I just sound Jolish. Yeah, um, yeah, it does because it's. I mean, it sounds like exactly what it is, which is it's 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 as a little blue something that you you put into your wash with your whites that adds a little tint of blue. Yeah, and it's called bluing. Um, and the reason you want to add a little tint of blue to whites is that blue and yellow are on opposite ends of the color perception wheel. 
And whites have a tendency to go yellow when they get dingy. So if you add a little bit of blue, it will trick the eye into seeing that white as bright white. Yeah, I actually always think about bluing too when I wash my hair because I use like a purple shampoo. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just always... Yep. So that's why blondes, um, like I have my, the conditioner that comes with my um, platinum blondes color kit Mm -hmm. is purple. Um, It's also the reason that little old ladies dye their hair blue and purple, their gray hair blue and purple, because it's the same thing. It reverses the the yellowing that can happen naturally to white and gray hair. Yeah. so, so that's the reason for all of it. Now, let's answer the actual question here, which is, what is the most forgiving uh, sheet option in terms of style? And actually, um, it is a patterned sheet. Yeah, I was, I was actually sheet. just thinking, like, this, my little leopard print dress would be a great sheet. Actually, it would be. Yeah. Also, I mean, er, leopard sheets. <laughs> it might be, like, a little too motel. A lo- yeah, but I kind of like, like, like that. Yeah. I kind of like that. I feel like I actually feel like from the way that I have my bed made up, it would be it would be so hidden. Yeah, it would just be a little pop of leopard. You wouldn't actually see it until you got Didn't into the it. bed. Ooh. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Actually. By the way, I had speaking of leopardy sheets, I had a dream. I, maybe I should call it a nightmare. Um, the other day that I was like dating someone, and I was like obviously internet stalking him, and. As we do. In my dream, I encountered like a crazy blog post that this person had written about how much he hates leopard print specifically. And I was like, this is a personal attack on like my aesthetic. Um, Yeah, I could never Of course, I woke up and I was like, not real. But um, I was really like nervous. Is this the Hockey Bravo? It was like not. It, it was just like a person. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't even Hockey Bravo? Real, <laughs> no, it wasn't even a real person <laughs> in my dream. But I woke up and I was like, oh, no, like that deal breaker. Yeah, that is. If you can't get into the leopard, like obviously this is not going to work. If you can't respect my animal print lifestyle, there are animal print people, and there are non-animal print people, and like if you're one, you just know. Yeah. So AC, if you are an animal print person, do it. Yeah. Get get the leopard sheets. I'm all I'm all in on that AC. Um, Although I mean I feel like if I rolled into a guy's, it would be really whack. I'd yeah, have questions. That would be kind of crazy. Well, and you know what? Actually, though, I'd have questions, but if the answer was, well, I was listening to this weird little cleaning podcast, I'd be like, okay, I want to know more about well, you. what like, he would say is, I was listening to this sex podcast about cleaning. <laughs> I really <laughs> have to- Which is what the show really I is. really have to rebrand. I have to, like, recategorize the show. This show is categorized as, like, self-help. It is not oh. self-help. It's it's sex and yeah, cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, sex and cleaning, yeah. but it does help a person. Yes, it does. Um, well, but true. it's maybe not self-help. Maybe it's like Jolie helps. You. Yeah. Well, it's advice and self-help. So advice is oh, okay. fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's got to be like um, sex I have advice. a question about patterned stuff. Okay. Which is like, so if I had, you know, leopard print sheets or mm-hmm. whatever, um, there are obviously different like color situations. Right. So like, how does that work for cleaning? Okay. So actually this, thank you. It's like you, it's like you're looking at my notes, I'm, which you are not. I can't even read yeah, them. Yeah. You can't read them because they're across the table. Um, but actually, um, the next, the next two like points in my, yeah. in my notes to make are, um, that in order, in order to pick the right pattern for you, um, i.e. A, a light pattern versus a dark pattern, I want you to think about what your primary problem is. Mm. If your primary problem is dinge, i.e. you have oily skin, like I was talking about last week about my grubbly little paws at the top of my duvet cover, right? <laughs> Um, cause I have very oily skin, um, which is like, look, it's a blessing and a curse, right? I have oily skin, but I also look, look amazing, but I also look like a decade younger than I am. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Even though I'm, you know, a sun monster, I have Listen. no right to look this young. 
You don't. But if like, <laughs> if the cost of that is like grubbly paw prints on your duvet, I'll I take think it. you can deal with it. I'll take it. Exactly. Um, so if dinge is your issue, go for a darker color. Go for something on the on the darker end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, if stains, especially. If just cum stains <laughs> is your problem. <laughs> Black is not for you. Especially protein stains. Yeah, especially those cum stains are your problems go with something on the lighter end um because yeah hillary just just really like nailed it which is like if you have like a black or navy or even like a dark crimson sheet like yeah those that 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 crusty protein yeah i do have a set of black sheets and i like them because they're really um they're like a super nice jersey and so they're just like really soft and Mm -hmm. cozy but then I drool all over the pillowcase and it looks insane. Yeah. I mean, that's the but thing. But now that I'm going to hand wash my pillowcases every day, well, I'm not going to have any problems. And drool is a protein stain. I know. Right? Comes out of you. So, um, although actually it's kind of, in a weird way, it's kind of not. But it also kind of has enzymes It's enzymatic. It. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a weird outlier. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah dro- drool and, and actually poop are two of the outliers of the th- it comes out of yeah. you uh, rule. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so staining is, you know, pro- protein stains in, in particular is your issue. Uh, go for lighter colors. If blood stains are your issue, red. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but then also, like, if blood stains are your issue, I have some more questions for you. Like, are, <laughs> is it an issue because, like, there's just a lot of, like, period happening? Or are you, like into like I mean, stuff. yeah i mean you never know i don't know into. like i i just have some questions yeah if <laughs> are you're you murdering i don't if know you, if you're murdering um no if you if you are into if you are into the knife stuff um it, make, make it consensual please um yeah. actually no, no unconsensual anything but especially not right yeah knife, knife, stuff. knife play um if if you are you should get the liberator throw which is the which is the the sex blanket that you throw down that like is used by the water sports set? Wow. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe Sophie Liberator should also throw. look into that. Yeah. So that's that's also an option. Oh. Um, all right. On that on that note, <laughs> no. <laughs> why not end this one on water sports? Yeah. Um, all of the episodes end on water sports. <laughs> they really do. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hillary, thank you so much for thank being you. here. Thank you for being my patron and my, oh my friend. Gosh. Anytime. And for telling great stories. I really appreciate you sharing that story with everyone. I laughed so hard. When you... I know. I laughed so hard when I heard you tell it on the bonus episode. I was like walking to get a bagel and I was like, just started like cracking up in the middle of the street. And I was like, I wish that I could see what all of these people around me are witnessing, which is a, a hungover woman walking alone in maniacal laughter. <laughs> I love it. uh, I love it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for doing this cool show. Thanks for listening. And you guys, uh, if you like what you heard today and you want to go hear some of those bonus episodes um, in your regular podcast feed and yeah, not even in a different weird app. Yep. Um, and you want to be just like Hillary, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 